0: Welcome to Chasing That Neon Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Pope. Join me on each episode as I interview session players, songwriters, sidemen, and women. People with great stories about the music and musicians that so many of us still love. Alright, let's get to it. Two Country for Nashville is a traditional country music duo made up of husband-wife team Joel and Leanne Ulmer. I'm so honored that these friends of mine let me meet with them just a few weeks ahead of their busy, busy Fanbury weekend in Nashville that includes a Friday night scheduled show at the Ryman Auditorium. That's right. Two country for Nashville, live at the Ryman. How sweet it sounds. They even have the show print poster ready to roll. So how does a former truck driver who marries a schoolteacher go from what many would call a normal life to selling their house and pretty much everything they own to living in a van for years, to having their own show at the Holy Grail, the Mecca, the mother church of country music, the very place where the Grand Ole Opry became famous, right there in downtown Nashville called the Ryman Auditorium. We're talking the stage where Hank Sr. sang Sick blues for an encore over and over, where Johnny Cash brought his hardcore sound then knocked out the footlights where Elvis was once booed for daring to play a rockin' version of Bill Monroe's Blue Moon of Kentucky, and where Patsy Cline held every single heart of the audience right in the palm of her West Virginia hand as she crooned out one word, crazy. Yes, dreams can be just that, crazy. And Two Country for Nashville? Well, they're just crazy enough to believe in dreams, go all in, and chase those dreams right up to that legendary stage and beyond to simply do what their heroes once did, entertain country music fans. Now this interview, it ain't really about one show. I know I've been talking about the Ryman, but the reason I wanted to sit down with Joel and Leanne is because of their story together, their hearts, and how their love for one another and everyone they interact with, from a waitress at a Mexican restaurant to their biggest fans lining up at the merch table, well they love them all. And that's why I think their music connects with so many people. Of course, their songs and their show, well, that's a big reason why as well. I have this theory that traditional country and bluegrass music fans are the greatest group of people in the world. I can't put my finger on why without generalizing probably more than I should. But I think the common denominators are the very traits I just used to describe Joel and Leanne in Two Country for Nashville. I hope y'all enjoy this conversation. We are here in Red Bull and Springs, Tennessee, at the Donahoe Hotel. Can't say it too fast. (laughs) Donahoe Hotel. That's right. You got to be careful.
1: Donahoe
0: Hotel. And um, I'm with Two Country for Nashville. That's that's the band name. I love the name. That's us. And we're going to talk about that. Um, But this is Joelle and Leanna. And thank you all for being on the on the show. Thanks, Thanks Adam. Adam. We're thrilled to be here, man. Yeah, very excited to have you. And and we just finished a Facebook Live performance. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. fun, which was a blast. And I, uh, on the Facebook shows and and on our on our social media platforms, we like to talk about as musicians. We go, well, here's what we've been. Here's what we're doing now. Here's what we're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. And you don't have time to look back because you're just working for the future. Because if you don't well, we're in a pandemic, but besides that,
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, um, and but I'm coming wanted, out of a pandemic.
2: Yes, we're coming out oh, of. I've this. got Amen. faith. I got
0: faith. We're coming I know out it. I'm, I'm hoping so. Yeah. So, what I wanted to do was I wanted to start back to where when y'all first met, because you're a husband-wife duo, and we are. you are. Um, you've got an but you've got an incredible story, and I want to start with that kind of God weaving all kinds of events to bring you to where you are now and then we'll get to that but wow
2: he's gonna take us way back yeah he's gonna
0: take us way back how did y'all meet
3: you're you're exactly right it's a god thing it definitely was a god thing
2: but shall we start it off with a punch for him a punch. Yeah, like,
3: well, here's, yeah. So, Leanne was married to my best friend. <laughs> How about, see there, folks? I there knew, we go. That's why I wanted to lead with uh, it. it. Yeah. That sounds like a country song, right? That, that is a country <laughs> song. Well, it's a sad country song, yeah. really. Uh, yeah. She was married to my best friend, Ron, and uh, what, y'all married like a year?
2: We were married for, year for a half? year and found out that he had a brain tumor, yeah. and mm-hmm. six months later, he was gone. And that was 23 years ago this year. Yeah. And um, so, after he passed away, um, Joel just pretty much became my rock. I mean, he he became my best friend. Oh, over I just the kept years. checking in on
3: her and seeing if she needed anything. I'd help her with her. She had a fourteen-year-old uh, daughter, and so I was, I'd come over and ferry her around if she needed it. She was a full-time school teacher, so. Oh wow. And yeah.
2: and we found ourselves about three years after Ron passed away. We. We found ourselves as just best friends. And I kind of approached the subject first. And I was like, you know, I think I kind of like you. And I think we're supposed to be together.
3: I thought it was weird. So I went back to driving truck.
2: <laughs> he left me.
0: Over the road oh, truck. Really? Driver. Yeah. I was like, that's just weird.
2: He said I'm. That's my he, best
0: friend's wife. You know? Now, is that what. Now, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. pry. Yeah. I'm going to do like Oprah here. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so when she told you that. You just, you're just saying, well, I thought it was weird. So I went back to well, well, I What told did, her, you say, I told did you say? I told her, I said I, I said, I love you. And
3: if I, I'm really, I didn't really think I was the marrying type. I said, if I was going to marry anybody, it'd be you. But I'm just not the marrying type, you know. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: And I responded with, well, I really am. Yeah. I, I feel like I really am. And I, that's what I want. And that's what I'm seeking and so he went back on the road truck driving, yeah. and I went on with my life. And, and after
3: about three months of that, I thought, you know, I think she had a great idea. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I think and too. about three months after that, I was dating somebody else.
0: Mm. Oh.
2: Yeah. But she yeah. didn't
0: love him. I no, didn't. I
2: didn't love him.
0: I <laughs> but was she, wouldn't, she wasn't going to sit around and pine. I really wasn't. She no. No.
2: So he comes back into town, gives me a call, and I'm excited to introduce him to my Your, new boyfriend.
0: Right, because he ain't the marrying kind, because, right? Right, well, not, ain't not, you.
2: not oh, here, the so marrying kind. And I'm Your like, friends. I'm <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for you to meet him. I've talked to, him. I've told him all about you, you know. And so we we meet up for dinner, and then we come back over to my house afterwards, all three of us. And um, I could tell he was acting a little odd, and. I didn't know it's at the time lies, folks. that it was true. jealousy, a little bit of jealousy. <laughs> no, certainly not. He pulls out a guitar, and he sings a song right there in front of the two of us. And he sings that song, that sappy love song, which I love so much, of Garth Brooks, that was the theme song from Hope Floats. Oh, yeah,
1: that's right. Uh-huh. To Make You Feel My to Love. Make you to feel Make You Feel My, feel my Love. love. Yeah.
2: And he sang that to me Right in front of the guy I'm currently I uh, was currently currently. Oh with.
0: my gosh. Yeah. Now did it was it pretty obvious to everybody
2: It was obvious to So it
0: wasn't like you said, I'm just gonna play a song. Yeah,
2: that's what I said. I'm just gonna play I'm a just song. I'm just gonna play a song. But mm-hmm. I knew she liked the you, song. She knew so who
0: you were looking at. Well, yeah, I could, maybe.
3: <laughs> I, I plead the fifth. <laughs> I plead the fifth. So it was <laughs> a lot of courage. It
2: was pretty obvious to my then boyfriend that We still had feelings for each other, and, you know, it all worked out. I may or
3: may not have broke them up. I don't know.
0: This is just getting better and better. (laughs) I knew this it, be really
2: was, it really wasn't the soap opera that it sounds like it is but it really is kind of fun but here's the fun thing is then is not, I was it's not fun well it's it is kind of funny because <laughs> I played hard to get yeah because at that at that three moment minutes. she was mad actually I was like don't
0: you even be, after your boyfriend don't left
2: don't you become a, well it it took a little while because I was still I was like uh uh-uh, uh you you laugh you decided you know you're done mm. and so so then he started in with the Here flowers. Here I am out on the
3: road driving truck, and every spare minute I've got, I'm calling, and buying flowers, the sending love flowers. Love Yeah, right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty sappy. For
2: three months. Pretty sappy. And he asked me to marry. She made him me
3: grovel for
0: three months, over and over and over. again. But you turned it on, and you were oh, you I was were working persistent.
2: It. Best I could. Boy, I was the best. was. I was,
0: I was
3: a wow, he was persistent. <laughs> I knew I'd screwed up, so I was trying. Now to let's just fix say, okay, in the three
0: month span, two months in, Lynn, you, I mean, you knew you were going to go with this eventually, eventually right? Eventually, But yeah, you were definitely. Yeah. Was it more of a protection of your? I, I don't know if was. he's going to.
2: Yeah, it was very much a protection thing yeah. um, at that moment because, you know. I felt
0: like it was
3: just a. I still kind of feel like She's trying just, to make you pay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 that's what I feel like. Right <laughs> she and
1: was
2: here we scared. are now, 20 years later. Yep. It'll be 20 years this year. 20
3: years, September. 20 that years, is September, September that we've yeah. now
2: been married. And it's, wow. it's been amazing. What day is
0: your anniversary if you don't remember?
2: September.
0: 22nd. 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 Ours is 22nd. September 26th.
2: Oh,
3: wow. wow.
1: Yeah,
0: it's very close.
3: Oh, wow. And
0: now the the next thought, this has just hit me, you were 11 days after 9-11. Yes. 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 How did that factor into any, it, anybody's crazy. thought process it as was, far as traveling and stuff? It was kind of crazy. It was crazy. We did um, have
2: some folks, some family that couldn't come yeah. because yeah. they couldn't fly. Um, yeah, I don't I've... mean
0: to bring up something sad. Oh, no, 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 no it's true. Was, yeah. I, every
3: time I think they said well, how long have you been married, I think, well, we got married in two thousand one. I date it by that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I'm. I think. Thank you for telling that story because I think that's a really <laughs> cool story. And so you,
2: it's a cool story.
0: And you know what it is? It, what's great about it is, no matter you know, there's in in the midst of sadness and pain, yeah. there's. Yes. I love it because there is this hope, and and there's this these things happening. Yeah,
2: and the cool thing about it was we were both grieving because he he lost his best friend. I lost my husband, Mm. and we had this shared grief, and the cool part about it was when we did decide that, hey, I think we're supposed to be together, we felt like it was meant to be. Oh, absolutely. And... It was so awesome a, that we could share memories together and mm, not jealousy. It was right. always remembering Ron and yeah. fondness of him.
0: Yeah, that's that's awesome. Mm. So now let, let's uh, the where where were y'all? What location? Like we're we're in the United States. Where, Franklin,
2: Tennessee. Yeah, right Franklin. outside. See, right there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is outside yeah. of Franklin, Bethesda. Yeah, I had a home in Bethesda. Okay, Tennessee. Yeah. Mm-hmm, which is just south of Franklin, a little is farming it, community.
0: Did you grow up there?
2: I did, yeah. Nice. I'm yeah. homegrown, Tennessee. Well, she was living
0: two
3: doors down from where she grew up. Yeah, my, my mom and dad really. still yeah. live
2: there. Yeah, and wow. I was right down the road from them. We got married in my backyard. Wow. And yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, What
3: about awesome. What
0: about you, where, where
3: you? Where? Oh, man, we, we moved around a lot when I was a kid, but most of my growing up years were in uh, right outside Memphis, Tennessee, actually. South wow. Haven, Mississippi. Nice, all right. Just a suburb of Memphis. And, Just, uh, I lived in. I lived there when Elvis died. I remember that vividly. Wow, coming on the TV, and we used to drive past Elvis's house all the time. And I
0: was going to say you. Your South Haven is right up. Yeah, it's, it's right not there. Not far from Graceland. No, I, I went to school in Whitehaven. Okay, I went to grade school
3: in Whitehaven, so right there, near Graceland. So, yeah, I was kind of home, you know. Yeah. I remember growing up uh, being in Southland Mall, and they were near closing time, and everybody, they got the word. They were trying to rush all of us out of the mall because Elvis was coming at 9 o'clock. They kept all the stores open and all the clerks there, yeah. but they had to get all the people out.
0: And it's I remember that stuff. Shop. I remember
3: going to the Mid-South, uh, the, what do they call it, the White Haven Cinema, and uh, it was closed because Elvis had rented it out. Oh, you know? my We gosh. couldn't see a movie today because Elvis was watching movies. It's cool. It's kind of cool. Nice. <laughs> I never got to see him though. I, never, I always really? wanted to see him. I never got to see him.
0: When Elvis went around Memphis, Memphis just they just said okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, he ruled it, man. Yeah. And uh, I heard he used to get the the theme park in the middle of the night. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah he'd get Liberty Land.
3: Yeah. He gets. Yeah.
0: He. Wow. They close
3: up Liberty Land. He'd have the whole park to himself. It's <laughs> so great. Yeah. That was that's a real deal. That well, cool. you
0: know, you you uh, y'all are from some some. Areas that are are just surrounded by great country music, yeah. rock and roll, blues. Yeah.
2: So yeah. all of this is
0: influence. I mean, look, right now I know y'all is two country for Nashville the band. But Twenty years ago, you said you're a school teacher. I
2: was a school teacher. Yeah. You have
0: a 14 year old. You said daughter at mm-hmm, that time. At, at that, that time, you're a truck driver. I was
3: a truck driver. I'd done everything. I plumbing. I was a swim coach. I, used to, I was a nice. big competitive swimmer growing up, and I was. As a swim coach for a long time. Home
2: improvement. Uh, home
3: improvement, painting business. Yeah. I kind of got into that through because of you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But
3: uh, yeah, It's done a little bit of everything. But uh, I'd always dabbled with guitar. I loved guitar. I got my first guitar when I was like 14, 12, 12 years old, I think. Got my first real electric guitar at 14. And uh, nice. I, I loved the Beach Boys. That was my first group. Oh, yeah. and then the Beatles and all that. Stevie Ray Vaughan, when he came around, that was my hero. But uh, it was always a nice hobby. I was raised Church of Christ. I see. Yeah. So, you know, no instruments. That's that's a good right. hobby, son. You need a real job. So that was right. always my outlook. That's all I knew. And uh, about five years into our marriage, Leanne's like, you need to quit driving truck and do music. And I was like, what? <laughs> How are we going to eat? Well, <laughs> I quit driving truck. And for, uh, for a while, I was going downtown to Roberts every minute I got and sitting in with bands and stuff and ended up getting a bus route on her school district and I'd drive a bus during the day nice. and uh, then I'd go home after my morning route and get ready for a show, do my afternoon route, pick her up and we'd go do a show. We were doing 300 shows
0: a year working full-time jobs.
3: Mm-hmm. Local. Mm-hmm.
0: And, that is uh, awesome
3: yeah that's how we got into it so when you
0: say so for folks who are listening Robert's Western World yeah. is yeah. I mean that's that's the only place downtown <laughs> where you're gonna find real country music
3: it's true I'll and, tell you yeah it, it's funny
0: that the night after we got
3: married um, Ron her late husband's brother had come out from California with his girlfriend at the time for the wedding and so the night after our wedding we went downtown Nashville yeah. with them and I'd never really been down there for anything. And we wandered in to Robert's. Nice. And we got in there, and the Don Kelly band was up there, Ooh, at Robert's yeah. Western World. And uh, I looked at Leanne. I said, see that guy up there? I said, I'd give anything to have his job. I said, that's what I'd really like to, to do. Point to
2: Don Kelly. Yeah.
3: And five years later, I was up there doing it. You were it was doing crazy. That. that is awesome. It's just nuts. But that I was my it, inspiration. Man. I was like, I want to do that.
0: <laughs> and the support
3: from your yeah, wife yeah, like that. Yeah, oh. she, she's she's the rock she's the one nobody had ever told me hey you should well I'll take that back Ron her late husband was always after me he said you should be out doing this yeah he was a songwriter and a great musician but he had performance anxiety he wouldn't get out and do it in public really he went to the Bluebird one night to do the open mic and I was there too but he that was his last thing he just got so nervous he couldn't do it anymore hmm. And uh, but he was always pushing me to do it. I thought he was crazy. You know, I was like, "You're nuts." But she was, she said it. She was serious. And I was like, "Well, we'll try." I said, "But if I'm doing it, you're doing it with me."
0: <laughs> so here we are. So you're yeah. you're teaching school, yeah. And, and I, I'm also curious at this point when you first started, um, did y'all already have the the outfits and the country like the Not country? Really. You, nah, or, really. No, it
2: adapted. We kind of, that kind really. of. Fo-
3: the band, the band I was sitting in with down at Roberts, a uh, guitar player friend of mine down there, uh, Grant, Big Smokey, they called it. Big Smokey. Hey, they, they were the they were the kind of guys that would roll up their pant legs, you know, their yeah. jeans, mm-hmm. buy long jeans, roll them up and do that. So I was doing that. I started doing that and I was just wearing just. I got some snap Western shirts. And let me
2: say, when I married him, he had long hair. Yeah. He had long hair down to the center of his yeah. back. And I came home one day, and he showed me a picture. And he said, honey, I want to cut my hair off.
3: It was Waylon Jennings, 1966. Okay. You know, yeah. he was he was trying to look like Carl Smith. Had the yeah. pompadour hair. Uh-huh. You know, I thought, this is, I, I need to look like this if we're going to do this music. She's like, what?
2: Yeah. So off so went wow! Off went 13 I hair, inches of hair. Started
3: doing the pompadour.
2: Yeah,
3: and uh, and then it so started the evolving. And That's then the what, look, everything just kind of evolved from there. I started buying Western shirts and.
0: No. It's fun once you start getting it. Oh, it is.
2: Yeah. And I don't now, when the the first... more rhinestones the better, the better. for him. Yeah. <laughs>
0: if I could afford he... rhinestones, I'd yeah. have
2: Yeah. He wants everything to have rhinestones yeah. on it.
0: <laughs> and and you've reached the pinnacle in that department if you're getting if you have, if you've shopped with Man- Manuel. Manuel. Well, well I saw pictures of that, so mm-hmm.
3: we actually mm-hmm. became friends with Manuel when we were playing at oh, Puckett's Holy. Grocery in Leapers Fork. He would come out and see us. And we've been friends with him for years now. Yeah. And but never never could afford it. To buy anything from him, because oh, it's yeah. very expensive stuff. I think we have a couple of scarves he made us at one time, but that's about it. But I love his stuff. He's he's amazing. Yes, he is. Yeah.
2: We had a we had a um, breakfast with him not yeah. too long ago. He yeah. invited us out to, um, his to his house. He lived right down the road from us, where we got married. Yeah, we don't live there now, College
3: Grove, Tennessee. But
2: um, so he invited us over, but and we went good. over for breakfast. And he said. I had a dream last night, and I wanted you to come over, and (laughs) in my dream, I dressed you. So, come to the shop tomorrow. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. And we're like, um, okay. (laughs) We have not told
3: anybody this story.
2: So Breaking old. news right here! <laughs> Breaking news.
3: So there, there may or may not be uh, brand new Manuel rhinestone suits on the stage of than Ryman.
0: Oh <laughs> my gosh, that is phenomenal! Yeah. 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 Well, that that leads us. So there's two things here for for the listeners who are going. Who's Manuel? Who's Manuel? Oh. Uh, we we won't, don't want to assume. Manuel any, Cuevas. Yes. And
3: uh, he, he worked for Nudie Cohen, who, Nudie, they call these these suits like uh, Porter Wagner, Marty Stewart, all these rhinestone suits, all the guys wore back in the day. Those are called Nudie suits because the guy that, that had the shop where they made these was, his name was Nudie Cohen. And Manuel from Mexico came up to learn to do this from Nudie. And he ended up, Manuel pretty much made all these suits for these country music singers. And, uh, so he's very famous. He moved to Nashville in the seventies, yeah. and he's been doing this for all the country stars. He's doing it for but Johnny Cash. But not just country stars. Johnny Cash. He, I mean, he's the one that dressed Johnny Cash in black. Yes, the man in black. That's and these.
0: There's some like I mean, Alan Jackson. A lot of oh, yeah. big oh, yeah. stars. And, yeah. and, then, and not just country. Yes. Uh, Elton John. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Uh, John Travolta. John Travolta. And let's go mm-hmm. back Velocity's to well, you cash. mentioned Nudie Cohen. He's the guy that made the gold LeMay Le Le suit, suit. for Elvis Presley. Manuel actually made Manuel that. Manuel when he was working for Manuel actually
2: sewed on it.
0: Yeah, he sewed when on it. When he that. was
2: working he under sewed on that. Oh, I had no idea that yes. Manuel was a part of that. Gold, yeah, a part of that. the famous
3: gold LeMay. So he's a he's a very famous guy, and we're <laughs> yeah. we're just we're friends with him. I don't <laughs> so, know how it happens, but well, we're friends. With him. We just love it. I love it. He's I love a great it. Guy. It's
0: because of your you know your music, your style, the way you carry yourselves, and and you're nice people, and he sees that. So. He uh, so you guys, if you're listening, you just heard them talk about. They just broke news on you. <laughs> oh, I don't
2: know. You did it no,
0: anyway. You, but,
2: may or may not. But, but may we we don't know. know. Okay,
0: so we won't <laughs> we won't hold you to it. But we will say you you also in the middle of that dropped information about the Ryman Auditorium. Oh, I and, did do that. I and did. the Ryman is where the Grand Ole Opry was from 1943 to 1974. All right, so there's this. Huge stretch where country music became it became known as the mother church of country music yeah. during that period. And to this day that's how we still remember yeah. remember the rhyming. They still do shows there. The Grand Ole Opry comes back there every winter, usually for a yeah. month or two. Yeah. So this is this is the mecca of yeah. all stages to play if you're a country music singer yeah. for sure. Any if you're an entertainer at all.
2: At bro. all. Yeah.
0: So they're playing March 26th. That's Friday night. And we're going to make sure this is out by then awesome. so we can, you know, very promote cool. that yeah. to the nine people. No, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to diss- I, If you're listening, we love you because oh, you're very valuable. No, to- we
2: would love to have you come to the show. Tickets are available on the Ryman website, ryman.com.
3: It's March 26th, Friday, mm-hmm. March 26th. And uh, yeah, this little this little duo that started playing in a little Cajun restaurant and then a little grocery and, and then the Nashville Palace and right. cruise ships and all over, somehow made it
0: to
2: the Ryman. the Ryman,
0: which I don't know how, but that's pretty Ground. cool. Hey, you know, you're going to be standing on that stage and Bill Monroe walked out there in December of 1945 Yeah. and basically invented bluegrass music yep. with Earl Scruggs and Lester Flatt and the yeah. rest of the band. And then you've got Elvis showed up in Elvis. 1954 and played there. <laughs> <laughs> and got pretty much, I wouldn't say booed, but they say he might have been booed a little bit. Yeah. And that, that, there's a... Anyway, all Hank Sr. Hank Sr. All these guys Johnny knocked out the light the footlights yeah. there. Johnny Cash. Yeah. So anyway, and two country for Nashville, March twenty sixth, Friday night. Now I'm getting nervous. Twenty twenty. <laughs> now I'm getting nervous. I got the wrong year. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm all excited right. for you.
2: Yeah, thank you. So
0: let, let me ask you this. Who we we're talking about the rhyme and who's your musical heroes that inspired you? Because you were talking about rock and roll. Yeah. I mean But my, you're a really country dude. Well, I when I was a kid
3: my, my parents, we, you know, Church of Christ. So we we owned like five, eight tracks. Okay. We owned a John Denver Greatest Hits. We owned Elvis Aloha from Hawaii. Oh, that's good. There was a Chet Atkins, uh, Roy Clark duo album that my dad had, and a Ferrani and Teicher. You know, it's like piano elevator music. Oh. Okay. That's all. That's all the music I can remember in our house mm. until I saw this TV movie called Dead Man's Curve. And I wanted a Jan and Dean album. So I ordered it from Pop Tunes in Memphis, down on Union Avenue. And my dad had to go down and pick it up. And when he got it, he came back. He, he thought he got the wrong thing because he thought I said Jimmy Dean and not Jan and Dean. <laughs> yeah, oh, but it was God. the right one. And from there, I liked the Beach Boys, of course. Yeah. And then the Beatles. And then the Beatles, I got I got all their influences. So I wanted, then I wanted Elvis, and I wanted Carl Perkins, and I wanted Buddy Holly, mm-hmm. and Everly Brothers, and all this. And I just, so well, I just sort of snowballed that way, up until I heard about Stevie Ray Vaughan, and then I was a blues oh, guy yeah. from forever. And then I met years ago, I don't know, I was, I was in my thirties, I guess, and I met a, uh, it's my brother now, but he was a full blood Dakota Sioux Indian.
0: Nice.
3: And he and I met over a guitar and. Uh, he asked me one day. He said, "How come you never play country?" I was like, "Man, I don't, I don't know." I said, "My folks used to watch Hee Haw growing up." I said, "It just seemed kind of simple music." And he just laughed, and he started playing Buckaroo, and I was like, well, "I can't do that. I want to learn that." Yeah. <laughs> and I just started digging into it. The more I dug, the more I dug it, and the more I also realized that of all the music genres I liked country music, that traditional country music was the one that they seemed to be wanting to do away with and hide and, and, and throw it away, mm-hmm. you know, with this newer yeah. stuff coming in. They didn't, they didn't, the stations didn't play the old stuff. They either played the new stuff or you had a classic station, classic country or a country station. Right. And they played this new stuff. And I was like, that's not fair. And I just, I don't know. It just it started, when we started doing this, it was kind of like a picking up the banner and trying to keep it alive kind of thing. Yeah, And that's what we try to do. We try to keep the traditional stuff alive, but we're still writing new stuff. Oh, yeah. But it's all traditional country music.
0: Well, we just did this Facebook Live show, and you played original songs the whole show. And I, I, I commented that, you know, your original music, it's fresh, but it sounds like the legends... that
2: that's, a that's a huge that, that's, compliment. The, that's when that's when you're doing compliment.
0: that you're, you're hitting it just right you know no, that's man. We, cool well thank you and now, now Leanne what, what about your influences because oh. you're singing in this group you're doing a great job you're writing songs thank you're, you you're you're the uh, you're the better half she's the better half the prettier half she's yeah. got it all
2: oh uh, oh <laughs> uh, thank you let me tell you who honestly is my my hero is Dolly Parton
1: yeah
2: and It's not, it's not because, I mean, she's a phenomenal songwriter. She's a phenomenal performer, but I am just so intrigued by her as a person. She's so giving. Mm. She's so um, selfless with her, um, with, with her earnings. She, she likes to bless others. um, And she's just always there for her community and I love that about her. She's just overall seems to I've never met her and I have no idea if she's this way, but this is how she comes across to me as just an incredible person. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm all about the person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she she just really she she meets all the requirements to me for me. But I mean I love Patsy Klein, I love Loretta Lynn. Um, just you know, it's and just, you
0: grew up liking that stuff, is that right?
2: I I she did it. I did, and I did tell it. the truth. Okay, I grew up hearing it's okay. some of like it. it. Yeah, but when I was when I was younger, my mother would always listen to the AM station, mm. local AM station, and um, when you're younger, you kind of rebel against that, <laughs> right. and so I did not listen to that. I was more of Go ahead. Tell <laughs> he laughs at me. Barry Manilow. Oh, that's, Barry Manilow. I love that? You like Barry them, them
3: singers that
2: I lo- <laughs>
3: She like I love like, She like she likes some cool stuff. She likes REO Speedwagon and Journey.
2: Yeah, I love R- Areo. Yeah. yeah, I love Journey.
3: But we both grew up in church and singing in church. Mm-hmm. She was actually in a quartet, gospel mm-hmm. quartet.
2: Yeah, when we met, I was singing yeah. in a we in a a church of Christ as well? No. I was not church of Christ. She's no, not. we had all the instruments. She's a heathen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I grew up more like she did. Yeah, yeah. I'm now, a I grew myself. up in a
2: traditional church with just hymns and a piano or an organ. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but then, as as a young adult, um, I was in more of a I think more of a church. I think a, both of those, of
3: course, Church of Christ, no instruments, it's all harmony singing and harmony singing in your church. No, too. No, we
2: definitely grew up because my family so I think that sung. Influences. my mom sung, my mom yeah. did beautiful harmony. So, my brothers and I, but I grew think that's influenced that.
3: what we do a lot
0: because we're all about harmony too. Yeah. when we're singing, yeah, so we love that. Yeah. Well, and y'all do a great job of that, Thank and, and you. that so now he's, you've encouraged him to get out there and he says, well, I ain't gonna do it if you don't do it. Right. Now you're kind of on the spot. Was that a dream of yours or, or or did it just kind of morph into?
2: It morphed into it really. Now it, it was a dream because I can remember as a little girl getting up on my bed, standing up on my bed so I could see myself in the mirror of the dresser and I would hold my hairbrush and play the radio and pretend like I was singing. So I remember doing that as a little girl and thinking, how cool would it be to be on a stage and sing? But my mother, my grandmother, my great aunt, um, they were all school teachers. Mm -hmm. And so I just naturally followed into that path and I became a school teacher. And that's what I figured I would do for the rest of my life, just like they did. Mm -hmm. And... So I did. I was a school teacher for 25 years. But after we got married and after we started singing together, that dream started growing back into my wow, heart.
1: Yeah.
2: And so when I got close to retirement, um, at, in Tennessee, you can retire early at 25 years if you're a teacher. And I started looking into it. And I told him, I said, you know, let's do it. Let, I'm going to retire and let's go full time music. Yeah. And if we fall on our faces, we fall on our faces. You know, I can always go back. You can go back I have to no driving. Regrets. There's no regrets. Yeah, yeah. And or is it regrets? No No regrets. No regerts. No regerts. No regerts. <laughs> or maybe one letter. Maybe one letter. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I love that. Maybe. Uh, but no, we we just stepped out on faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we've been stepping out on faith.
3: We have a lot of friends, you know, have said, "Man, we'd love to do what you guys are doing." What? How did you do it? And we're like, "Man, you've got to—you just did. It. You got to take a leap." <laughs> yeah, and, and lot it was a won't. big leap. They and won't take a leap.
2: We sold our house. We mm-hmm. sold our belongings. Yeah. Right. Um, sold our furniture. Put our our stuff that we really um, uh, cherish. We put in storage, and we hit the road.
0: How long ago was this?
2: This was 10... What
0: year? Because we're in 2020.
2: I retired in 2005. Yeah. We sold our house before that because we started working towards our goal. Yeah. And we knew that we didn't want the house Mm -hmm. uh, because we couldn't take care of a house if we were going to be on the road. Right. And so we sold the house and we moved into a rental.
3: I'll tell you, all that was a God thing because it It was was all through a comedy of errors. Of er errors, yeah. Of of just huge... Really? stuff you know we had bought and we'd sold a house and bought another one to, to scale down and after just tragedy after tragedy and, and fighting codes and everything we ended up losing our shirt on that house and selling it because it was just killing us trying to fix this house up and it was like the money pit house. Mm.
2: it did it became and, the money uh, pit but we just... realized
3: through that through all that tragedy of that and all the loss of the money it was like we you know what? If you took that house out of our life and your job out of our life, we've been having a ball for the last. It, we were fighting that thing for two, two years. years. Yeah, and I yeah. said we've had a ball for the last two years, just going out and playing music. I said if we could get your day job out of the way and get the house out of the way, we could go have fun all the time and just right. have a blast. And so we we did it. I said we sold the house. We lost the money, and we didn't care. We never looked back. Wow! I said we we had nine storage units full of our belongings. <laughs> yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and we got rid of it all except for yeah, except for the stuff of, that we yeah, just stuff, want to make
2: sure we keep. Yeah,
3: chasing that neon rainbow, and as it yes. And then we just started chasing it, and uh, man, it it kind of went quick after that. Man, mm-hmm. we got hit the
0: road and running. We did. Yeah, and, uh, and so w- let's let's jump to if you don't mind mm-hmm. when. You're playing on the TV show right or you're you're auditioning we're auditioning and 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 let's that's where your okay. band name is so born, that yeah two thousand
2: nine uh two thousand eight we're watching a show on cmt called can you do it and we're watching the show from home, and it was kind of like an American Idol kind of thing, you mm-hmm. know talent contest But duos but it was duos mm-hmm. can you do it and we're watching it every week, and I'm like, honey, I really think. We should do this. Well, we there was should a
3: really try. Cute couple on there named Joey and Rory. Yeah. <laughs> and we thought, yeah. Man, they're they're married, they're Absolutely. doing this. You know, they were kinda they're like so Leanne looks at them and goes, We could we do could that. We could do that. Right. So the next season rolls around and she says, We're trying out for this thing. Yeah. And so all right, so They I,
2: announced auditions.
3: I took off work for two weeks, driving trucks. She took, she actually somehow that year had a two week spring, spring break, break and it happened to fall during that.
2: It was amazing. It, our spring break it was really weird during that time.
3: And we went downtown Nashville and stood in line with 5,000 other people. And oh, We got there like 3 or 4 in the morning. 2nd Avenue thousand. in
2: front of Wild Horse Saloon. Yeah. And uh, yeah.
3: We, got, we ended up getting pulled out of the line uh, for a kind of a joke kind of thing. Mm-hmm. We, we They were supposed to bring two guys out that had already kind of made it through all these rounds. And they were going to go through, act like they were picking them out of the line and choosing them to go in. Well, they you had, they pointed to you and you sing a song. And after it was over, they said, all right, you two. They pointed to us. Y'all, y'all walk in. I was like, wow.
2: Yeah. Wow.
3: <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we skipped. We got to skip a bunch of that line that day. That was the first day. And then That's we got awesome. two weeks of callbacks.
1: Yeah. And we yeah, made we it to the that. top
3: 50. Uh, couples. Wow. Mm-hmm. And finally got in front of the actual judges. They made it all look like it's an, on TV. They made it look like it's all one day. But it was two weeks of callbacks and taping and stuff.
0: Now, and the we, judges are famous, right? Oh, they are. They're yeah. Big Kenny and Big and Rich. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Naomi Judd. Yeah.
3: And Scott Bruschetta, who's uh, Big Machine <laughs> Records. At the time... Taylor, he, Smith,
0: Taylor, Taylor, Swift. Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, right? Taylor Swift, so he yeah, broke he Taylor Swift. That was yeah. his big he broke thing. Her. yeah and yeah. he's he's and still a big deal. And yeah. Nashville. he's a big yeah. deal. In Nashville. So you're standing in front of these people. This yes. is
3: incredible. Yes. We, we feel like we made. You had to wear the same outfit <laughs> and sing the same song for two
0: weeks. <laughs> oh, so by now you've got it down.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, I remember the song. you're— Well, yeah, it, we had to pick one off their list. So it was. Uh, they didn't have Jackson, or we would have done Jackson. So we did after
0: the fire is gone. Conway and, and Loretta. Yeah. If they'd had Jackson, you'd been you'd won the thing. don't well, know. Hey, I don't think so. <laughs> no, no. no. Uh-uh. We, uh, I just like that song yeah, better.
2: I love yeah. Jackson. That was the first song that he taught me when we yeah, decided that's the first to do this. Yeah. That was the first song he taught me. So we we'd yeah. sing
3: this and before we went in. She laid the. She's this is a TV show, so she said, "Now you don't say anything back to these people that they can make us look silly with," because she was afraid they were going to put those hee haw dancing pigs go across the screen with us. Yeah,
2: because <laughs> we dress, we, we dress. dress yeah. Country. We dressed and like country music right. stars he used to dress. had the funny pompadour, you had know, my that hair. I had fixed. my red
3: patent leather boots, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. with the rhinestones on the heels, like porters and all mm-hmm. this. And so uh, we get in there and we start singing. And they're grinning, tapping their feet and just loving it. And I'm like, we got this. We're in, baby. Yeah. And we finish up, and Big Kenny looks at us and says, Man, y'all sing that old country better than anybody I've heard in years. He says, That's awesome. He said, But. But.
2: But. 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 There it comes. There we, it is.
3: I don't think we can use it for this show. And then it flips down to Scott Bruschetta, and he says, uh, Yeah, it's two country. you are two country. Mm-hmm. And then Naomi Naomi Judd. Naomi Judd.
2: Naomi pipes up and says, didn't I see y'all on Hee Haw like 25 years ago? (laughs) And she was meaning to be cute. This
3: time she's squeezing my hand
2: about to draw blood. And I looked at Naomi,
3: I said, no ma'am, but most of the plaques on the Hall of Fame wall over there were on that show, so I appreciate you putting us in that company. (laughs)
2: And I said, I watched that show every Saturday night. We loved it. So So they they
3: wheeled us out and they took us downstairs and had us pack up and then they took us out to back door of the wild horse on the first avenue mm-hmm. to film us going down i, I called it the walk of shame <laughs> you know they film us from behind oh, as yeah, we're walking yeah. around slumped shoulders
2: slumped over carrying our little guitar yeah. with us yeah. and
3: after we got where the camera couldn't hear anymore leanne leans over and she says uh, well i guess we just wasted two weeks of our life and i said no i said we we got a name out of it and she said what are you talking about i said we're two country for nashville and that's where it came from
2: yeah. So that was the... I went home that day and started thinking about it and thinking, what does it mean to be two country for Nashville? And I wrote my first song. Yeah. Two country for Nashville. And that's
0: on your first album. It right? is yeah. on our yeah. first
2: album. It went number one. But still oh, well, number one. No, it isn't. It's, it's the first song. It is song. number one on the, the CD. It's, CD. There you go. Right. it's the first song that's on our CD. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's there. how you get number one. Yeah, that's <laughs> how you get number one. It says number one in my CD player. It does. It, says it number
2: does. It does. Yeah. Now, that's on our first CD. And since then, we've done uh, three more CDs. Three more CDs. Three.
3: Well, the last one, four actually, because the last one was a double album. Mm-hmm. And, well, actually, five because we just finished recording a brand new just, one. yeah. I can't wait to hear this one. So,
0: you did this, where at? Where'd you do
3: the we last We did album? this in Memphis at uh, Memphis Magnetic Recording Company. And Memphis Magnetic. That's
0: recording the name Group.
3: of this. He's a big analog guy. He's Scott got McKeown. He still has real, real tape. He's got he's got two amps and stuff and and uh, two preamps wow. and yeah it's it's it smells like, it a sounds studio like should smell. sounds like a place I want to go you want to go I do it's like a duplicate of it's what RCA Studio B was in fifties and sixties yeah you feels, walk in and that's you what you feel, feel. like that's wow. where you're walking into yeah, it's really cool Scott McEwen yeah is mm-hmm. the engineer and owner there and he is amazing he still uses his ears which is amazing and. Uh, We love the guy. He's the only guy we've found. We've tried other folks that can capture what we do. Yeah. You know, we can
0: work with him. But you felt good about it when you were cutting down there, right? Yeah. You felt like like what you get. Yeah. And And
2: this is our first album to do all originals. We do, we kind of mix in a few originals, but we do a lot of covers. And this is our first originals. All
3: originals. There's 18 original songs that we wrote on there. And then there's a bonus track uh, that's an original song that Ronnie McDowell Wrote and has allowed us to. to I, lo- I love
0: this story. So Ronnie yeah. Ronnie writes a song, yeah, and, and then we he, he starts requesting y'all do it. Right, yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> yes. so great.
3: Yeah. At first, he told us. Uh, we we told him you wrote that song for us. You just didn't know it. He says, Well, actually, I've recorded that song with Crystal Gale, and they haven't released it yet. So yeah. so y'all don't y'all don't re- y'all don't, don't record put it, it out there. Don't, don't put yeah. it, out. it out there. And then he heard us do it, and now he requested all. And he told us, he said, "Y'all have to do that song. Do my song. Yeah. Do, my oh, song. do my song. Do my song." Now he's Ronnie McDowell,
0: on. he's a country music legend. He's yeah. got a bunch of hits, yes. and, and he's he plays every week. We're actually right now in the Ronnie McDowell Museum and State. It's Entertainment performance hall. center. Entertainment center. Yeah. Entertainment center. Yeah. And we're in Red Bowling Springs, Tennessee. This is where
2: the Donahoe Hotel. Yeah, the Donahoe
0: (laughs) Hotel, and this is where um, they—they've been Two Country for Nashville's been sitting in with Ronnie McDowell's band on certain nights here lately because yeah. they've been playing here every weekend mm-hmm. through the pandemic. Yeah, for the
3: last little over a year, they've been playing every Friday and Saturday night just and to keep their band going. They live, stream they live stream and right. take tips over the over the phone. And, and, uh, they, and they're going
0: to continue to do that for the foreseeable future, right? Mm-hmm. On, yeah, on and yeah. So as yeah. long as you're around on a Friday, Saturday night, it seems like you have an open invitation to get they've up. They've been so gracious. Uh,
3: Ronnie is one of the most generous Guys, I know, and so was this band, and they just they're like anytime you're around, just, yeah. just for whatever come on reason, and,
2: we've clicked with yeah. them, and we just love them, and they've invited us, you know, anytime anytime we're available to come on in and join. It's them, been a blessing, and it really has. Yeah,
3: yeah. But hearing that song, they, he played it. I don't know, maybe a month ago was the first time we heard it, and we were just looking at each other, going, "Wow." And then the keyboard player looked, pointed, was pointing at us, going, "That's you. That's you. That's you. I know."
1: Oh, <laughs>
3: and we just fell in love with the song. And, and it's track 19. Yeah, it's going to be track 19 on on. The it's, name it's Two of Country it? for Nashville original. original. That's the name of the album, I love and it. the name of the song is "Do a Duet." Do a Duet. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and that's the only song on there that is not your original. No, that we have a Ronnie McDowell original, which yes. is just so cool. Yeah, and it there's actually.
3: There's actually a song we wrote several songs here at the Donahoe Hotel. Regional songs that are on there. One of them is called "Only at the Donahoe." Oh, nice! Because they have a little that's saying great. here at the
0: Donahoe Hotel: "What happens at the Donahoe stays at the Donahoe." <laughs> I love that. So we. Well, when you, you just told me something unbelievable. What's we that? Went, we went in the uh, so when I got here to oh, the Donahoe, yeah. uh, we go. By the way, I live on Donahoe Road.
1: Oh, oh wow. my god! So that's, that?
0: that's crazy. Wow. That is crazy. <laughs> so. I get here and we, we go into this little dining area at the Donahoe Hotel. And Joel is showing me around. You're showing me around. Yeah. Here. And so he goes, Yeah. And in that corner is where the big bands used to play back, like in the 20s and 30s and 40s and all that. And he starts talking. He tells me that Dinah Shore. The rumor was Donna Shore got her start there, and it was confirmed. Yeah, the the rumor always was.
3: Uh, John, the owner here, says his grandfather always told him that Donna Shore got her start right there in that corner where the jukebox is now, and uh, with a big band. And John's like, "Yeah, well, that's pretty cool. I don't know if that's true or not." But they had a guest come here one not too long ago that actually had pictures. He had old pictures wow. and proved it and said, "Yeah, that that's a true story. I've got the pictures." Got her start as a as a young. Yeah, she was a, she, I think she was a Vanderbilt student at
0: the time. And wow. she just come up here and just sat in with the Can band. Can you believe? Now, we're in Red Bull and Springs. We're yeah. an hour and 20 minutes from downtown Nashville, yeah. from Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Everything you got to pass to get up here yeah. seems like you'd stop somewhere else before you— And yeah. I don't mean that bad. But back then, back then, back then that was a long way.
2: But this community was—it was thriving. Place. Yeah, yes. it wasn't yes. a sleepy little
0: town then. It was. No, this. Big it, town. But I've driven through this town on Highway 52 out, which you don't yeah. come through the town. Right. right, just go past it. Right. Yeah. And so I was so shocked, even when y'all were like, "Meet me at the Donahoe." I was like, what, "What? What?" And I knew Ronnie's been playing out here. Yeah. And I had—I had just said earlier, I was like. I wondered what he was doing at Red Bull and Springs. Now I know. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I know the secret. It's really So cool. now y'all know. So yeah. come to Red come Bull and Springs. Come to Red Bull really and cool. Springs. Visit the Donahoe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to ask you, too, about you've got on on Facebook, you've been sharing this thing. It says Home on the Road. Yeah. And explain yeah. what that is or what, what, what you're doing well, now as far as shows. It kind
3: of, we kind of just stumbled into it because with the, with the pandemic, with the COVID thing, we had shows canceling right and left. We had a full summer calendar planned, and we ended up with just like one or two shows down in Texas. Even like as far as Fort Stockton, Texas, oh which goodness. is way out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, and how seriously, do you
2: drive from Nashville, Tennessee, to Fort Stockton, Texas. How can we go down there and do a show and,
3: and make it, you know, even pay for itself? And so. We didn't want to cancel anything. We, we couldn't we Well, I mean, been yeah, you've only
0: got two shows. Yeah. You know, one, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what
3: we did was we had friends that we met all along the way, and we would do, like, home shows. We'd do live stream shows from people's houses.
2: On Facebook. Just
3: friends. Really? On the way down, on the way back, on the way to the next show, whatever. And uh, we called them home on the road shows. Nice. Because we were right. home on we the were road. We in our van. Right. We live. We, we stay in our van. We have a bed in our van. So we were home on the road. <laughs> home <laughs> on the road. It. And uh,
2: they they'd feed us. Yeah, they'd invite us in, We eat a
3: dinner meal. And then we'd do a show for two three hours. And they know.
2: might invite you know a couple of friends over, and um, we
3: take online tips. We do PayPal of mo tips and and um, a lot of times they pass a tip jar at the where we were right. at the house we were at, and we would get enough money to get down the road, get gas and food to go to the next one. And so it was great. It worked out great. That's awesome. And we got back home and, and we were like, well, we'll just stop doing them. And then we kept getting notes, and letters in the mail.
2: When are y'all going to go live again? When are you going live again? <laughs> These,
3: this is all we have. We, we want, please, please. We love your music. We got to have something to watch. Yeah. So we just, it's almost became like, it's like a responsibility. Now we got to do our live show. Yeah. You know?
2: keep, keep up with our friends.
3: So it's been a way to keep in touch, even though you didn't have shows, you know, and right. I think a lot, I think, a lot of this business may be going that way.
0: Well, you know, one thing about this business, you said you mentioned letters. You're getting letters in the mail from people. Y'all have a way of connecting to real people, and you're not you're not just a brand that is some labels trying to convince. You know, it's not yeah. a corporate yeah thing where the labels trying to convince the radio station to play it. For potential fans
1: mm-hmm.
0: y'all have organically went out there you're independent you have created so many fans because you've worked 300 dates a year for mm-hmm. so long and you're also personable people you're friendly people and we were just talking about that on the Facebook or after the facebook live i was saying you know the interaction, you know, and, and Miss Leanne is fabulous at yeah, that. Not awesome. that Joel, Joel is too. <laughs> but what I think it's we were talking about, and I'm like this. I get really, I get my head in the music. Yeah, and i this focus song.
3: more on the music. I mean, I love the people.
0: I mean, we, we're nothing without the people. We're nothing. We're doing exactly. it. We're there for them. Yeah. and 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 I, I want to entertain them. Now I'm I'm observing the room and I'm watching the room, but I'm always thinking. I'm, I'm yeah, always thinking I want the music. first. I'm with the music right. I want to yeah. make sure that guitar parts right. Are right. I want to exactly. make sure that drummer's playing right. That's me. Yeah. me. That's who. I, and that. he, see, yeah.
2: I am looking around the room, and I want to make sure that this person over here knows that I'm we're we're we recognize yeah. them. Yeah. This person on this other side, right. you know, sees that I'm looking at him, or we're we're gonna
0: mm-hmm. reach
2: out to them. Right. And the the relationship is what's important for me.
0: And that's why. I feel like, you know, when you're getting those letters in the mail, that's why you have a future. It No matter what this pandemic is, in in music, when the world's going, oh, we don't know what to do, we can't go to shows, well, people move on from the latest internet sensation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all have real fans and people who love y'all, and, and that that took a lot of work, and it takes a lot of work to keep that up, yeah. and I think that's admirable. I th- That's Thank what it you. takes. In the mu- people, you know, people think the musicians... Kind of get a, I don't know, sometimes you get a bad rap, you know, musicians, they're just bumming around playing music. It's like, man.
2: Go get a real job.
0: (laughs) Oh, you're working so hard out there. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. we really are. We had a cute couple down in uh, Austin,
3: and um, he plays music, and and she she sings some too. And they were said, We would love to do what you guys do. You know, they said, We just love you guys. We'd love to be able to do what you guys do. Right. And I I looked at him, I said, What? Make friends? I mean, that's, wow. that's that's we that's that's what kind of our, yeah well, that's kind of our thing. That is brilliant. we make yeah. friends. We're just making friends. Wow. You know, everywhere we go. And if we can't do that, it's no
0: fun. Well, a lot of like it's like the, you know the saying. It's like well, no, we're we play for free. We're just getting paid to drive there. And set <laughs> that's up. so true. I mean, that's the worst. The work yeah. is we're playing and hanging out with y'all for free. That, yeah, the, that's the, exactly the, right. The money's just helping us get from, I, get from, I have, from one place. I have to the horrible
3: other. knees. You know, and some days I don't feel good, but the minute I hit the stage and the, the first note starts, yeah, all that goes away. I don't, I, so I don't ever want to quit. When I get on stage oh, and start yeah. playing, she's quit every show we've done. <laughs> she's a quitter. She says, hey, "We got to stop now, honey." And I'm like, "I don't want to stop. I'm feeling good right now. I don't want to stop." So that's, it's kind of like, that's my drug, really. I mean, that that it takes I all the relate. pain away. It takes all, all the pain away. I love it. Yeah, hey, as soon as it's over and I gotta start packing up, everything hurts. But <laughs> Well, yeah, well, you know that but
0: you keep going, you go to the next yeah, one. You yeah, you go to the next one. And well let's 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 talk about real quick before we wrap her up. Okay. I hate to even wrap it up, but you've got these future shows. We just talked about the rhyme in a few minutes ago, but you've got a week full of shows and you mentioned Joey and Rory. Yes. Um, you're How playing cool at, at Rory's barn. Yeah, I know. It's like it is we'll about come full a full circle, circle moment. Yeah. yeah. So the night after the Ryman, that's what, and that's what we're sitting here talking about. The work that people put in. Y'all put in the work. You have a lot of people would get like a big show, and they would focus solely on that show and only promoting that show, and y'all keep. Keep working, and that's why you're going to be sharp for the show at the Ryman wow. because you've got all these shows leading up to it that same week. And then I hope you're right. Saturday I really hope after, you're right. I believe you will. Saturday after you're at. Homestead Hall mm-hmm. down down in uh,
2: Pottsville, Tennessee. Pottsville, Columbia, it's right. near Columbia. Columbia, yeah.
0: I've been there, but it's been a while, so I couldn't yeah. remember what town. So Pottsville, and you're going to be at Rory's barn, literally in his yard yes. yeah. doing a show, and that's going to be your CD release show. That's where yes. Joey and Rory vid- taped their RFD show. Right. It's, it's, they built it
2: with their dream, yeah. mm-hmm. and now he's turned it into a a concert barn, and he holds concerts there, and brings in guests. Yep. and we're gonna have a our show. I mean, it's, we're gonna it's crazy. Our Roy Fee
3: knows who we are. He's <laughs> we're all friends with Roy Feet. <laughs> yeah, you know the guy that kind of got us into this, inspired you, inspired the, us.
2: Yes, they inspired us the, right. the, from the beginning.
3: And if you don't do know this. Joey and Rory's story, Joey uh, unfortunately passed. I think it's five years. Five years. just, yeah, yeah. just this weekend, mm-hmm, I think. Just mm. not too long ago, uh, cancer. And but their story is sad but beautiful. Uh, Mm -hmm. The way she handled that was just with grace and beauty. It's amazing. But their story is wonderful, and they're they're an inspiration just to look them up. But we're blessed to be able to play there. Yeah, absolutely. And um, it's going to be we're releasing our CD that night. It's our CD release. And uh, we're performing the CD. It's going to be a singer songwriter show, kind of different show for us. Yeah. And we're going to tell the stories behind all of our original songs.
0: So that's going to be great. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's you calling that the Fanbury? Fanbury Fanbury weekend? It was the yeah. Fanbury weekend. Now it's the Fanbury week. I think
2: I know. Wow. Well, we did it. We did it back in August in Branson, and it was successful. It was, there's three our, days there. Yeah, we did three days mm-hmm. in Branson because all these people that we met on the cruise ships. For the four years we worked on cruise ships. And then all of a sudden the pandemic shut down the cruises. And everybody's like, what do we do? What do we do? Mm-hmm. We want to see you guys. So we put together a weekend of three shows in Branson back in August of this past year. And people showed up.
0: How about that?
2: And when it was over, people when's said, next when's the next one? And so Joelle and I are like, God, oh, what How do we do, do, do? What do we do? In We're Nashville. like, we live in Nashville. We take it for granted. It's a destination. People would love to come here. Absolutely. So we started working on getting some shows and. I gotta help tell you, I mean, the world. You
3: know how this business works. You 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 try to book shows, mm-hmm. and you really get used to the word no. Yeah. You get used to you hear way more no's than you do yeses.
0: Absolutely. I
3: mean, probably two hundred no's to one yes. Yeah. Well. We call Branson's wanting to get booked to play somewhere. No, no, we don't know who you are. Yeah, you, you got to bring people in. We got we got costs to cover. We got people to pay. All this stuff, and we, we we're running up against a brick wall. Mm-hmm. And I was, I finally told Leanne. I said, "Ask them how much to rent the place, so that we take the responsibility off them. How much to cover your expenses? Mm-hmm. Give you what you're happy with, and we'll rent the place, when we get the ticket sales." All right. That's how we did it in Branson. That's great. And they couldn't believe it. They were were getting 30 to 40 people a night during the pandemic. And we brought in 150 for three shows. Just two people. They've got six or seven piece bands on stage. So they were probably
0: regretting that d- that decision. Well, well, they were
2: thrilled. They were they, so
3: thrilled because they, they made money, thrilled. even though yeah. they didn't get near as much as they could have if they just hired us.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah.
3: we we came out nice on that. That was no really. But that's just, yeah. that's phenomenal. That they all have the fans to show up. Like that's that. Yes. that was my point. The reason, the only reason we're at the Ryman is because of our fans. Yes, yeah, absolutely. As- we looked into it. Truth. The expense was astronomical Mm -hmm. and even the deposit was astronomical but we did one of our live stream home on the road shows and i said hey we're still trying to work on this this nashville show we've got we've got homestead hall we got roy feeks booked for saturday but we're still trying to find a a friday night night and Mm -hmm. a sunday i said i joke with leanne we should just get the rhyming because they're not doing anything (laughs) <laughs> and she looked into it, but the cost is way crazy. So unless we got a billionaire fan out there that wants to help us out, we wouldn't. We can't do it. Well, then we started getting private messages from our fans. We'll help. We'll help. Oh, my goodness. And within a week, we had the deposit donated to us by people. Mm. And so, so okay. they're the only reason we're there, is our fans, our yeah. family. They're family. We used to call them family. They were family. Yeah. But they're just really family to us. They're, yeah. That's our real family. And... uh so this show at the Ryman, I was originally thought, well, we'll do a big tribute to our legends. You know, it's, you're at the Ryman, that's what you should do. But now I've decided it's got to be a tribute to our fans. Oh, you know, you gotta you gotta thank them. That is amazing. So that's that's what we're gonna do.
0: Well, and what what I said when when I found this out and you know saw y'all were playing. I, I've been watching for years and seeing y'all play. Like we've said multiple times, three hundred shows a year—that's a huge number. Yeah. Um, that week, you are playing all week long. Yes. Everywhere, <laughs> you guys will play. You'll play Music City Bar and Grill. You'll play Ponchos.
1: Yes.
2: Yeah.
0: And and then you'll go play the Ryman. Mm-hmm. So what I, to me, and, and it's just the real deal. When you walk out on the stage in the Ryman. <laughs> You absolutely belong there just like mm. anybody else who's walked down on that stage because uh-huh. of the work and the love and the respect for the music you have and the the resume you've built. And that is only, it's evident because the fans well, thank you, man. put yeah, that's, you there. That's, yeah. I mean, that's oh, that's, that's the only reason anybody plays Ryman, yeah. because it's the gracious. fans put them there. And, and that's so that's just yeah. a... Incredible thing that I'm. I'm really excited because my wife and I get to go. We get to uh, y'all y'all so be so excited we're excited to have a night to have out. We, uh, we we gotta uh, get a babysitter. But anyway, I'm I'm really excited uh. about that for y'all. And just Thank think you. about for anyone who's listening. I, my thing. The holy. Re- the only reason I started this podcast is not because I thought the world needs to hear my podcast. It's it's I don't even – my my thing was there's all these people like Joel and Leanne here that inspire me that are out there doing it. They inspire their fans. They inspire – people look at you all and say, oh, man, we want to do that. Well, if they really want to, you can. You can. 20 years ago. nobody. (laughs) 15 years ago, you have taken the steps – yeah. And you've put in the work, and you've and you have also you've got talent too. Oh, I mean, that's that's heart. a real thing. Oh, thank you. But at the end of the day, you have worked on that. You've you've. Well, I'll tell that. you. You know, I, I I've
3: I guess, man, since I was a kid. I mean, my one of my earliest pictures. I was four years old. Man, I was dressed up in a cowboy suit and with a guitar. You know, so I guess I've wanted to do this for a long time. Yeah, you have. But. uh. We didn't talk about it, but we, we used to do carnival cruise ships before this pandemic. In fact, we were on one when this thing hit. Uh, we'd do that in the wintertime and then tour all, everywhere else after. But on the cruise ship, when we first started the cruise ships, I started noticing like uh, a excursion with these, these jet skis would go by or these uh, you know, jet ski things with a, a whole line of people following this guy. And I, I looked at and I said, you know, that guy's just like us. I said, he... He found something he loves and figured out a way to make a living at it. Mm-hmm. He's living his dream. He's He likes the ocean, likes Chetsky. Yeah, it was
2: like when we went to the ruins, too, and that tour guide. Yeah,
3: there's a tour guide in Cozumel that was—he's a law, lawyer. He has a law degree. Wow. But he hated being in an office. And he loves his—he's he's born and raised in Cozumel and loves his, his, his home. And he loves now being a tour guide— because he could show his home. right? And they asked him, well, if you could go anywhere in the world, where would you want to go? He's like, mm, the other side of the island, Cozumel. I love my home. This is where I want to be. Yeah, That's cool. Absolutely. And, and I don't know why, you know, growing up, my family was one of those where you got to have a job, and then you retire, and then you do what you want to do. Well, that's good for some – I think it's wrong. I think you, you should find something you're passionate about Amen. and do that for a living. Absolutely. You can make a living at it. You you might have to alter your idea of what a living is,
0: you know? And you have uh, hey, it's not it's it's not fun no. sleeping in truck stops in your van. But then again, when you're doing it out of passion,
2: yes. You love it. It yes. is fun. We love it. Do you remember what, what I said? I said to Joel one night, we crawled back in the back of the van one night, and I looked at him and I said, "I feel like every night is a slumber party yeah. with my best friend.
0: Yeah. Oh, I do that think awesome.
2: And yeah. it's so, it's really, it's an adventure yeah. for us. And we love it. Mm. We absolutely love it.
0: Well, that is obvious. That's why people love y'all. And so I'm, I'm excited about everything you got coming up. Thanks, and man. y'all follow me on, on, <laughs> on Facebook. Two Country for Nashville. And that's two, number two. Number two. Country.
2: Number
0: four. four. Number four. Nashville and that's dot com and then of course Facebook you know all that you got all, all that, that stuff, stuff. Yeah. you're, you're on do. all that stuff
2: Instagram YouTube
3: all those places just put in Two Country for Nashville and Google and it, it comes yeah. up quick
0: fine, I put yes. it I, yeah I, I saw that and, and I, I appreciate y'all taking the time to spend basically half a day with me you know we, we love went, it man. it's been, been a, blast. a blast we went and ate we, we, we... had
2: good mexican food well, yeah, it's
0: been played a good day. some music mm-hmm. yeah and thank you they bought my tacos can you believe this I... he only ate two lousy tacos, oh, I, mean, they were great tacos. I had a whole they plate full awesome. of stuff i also <laughs> ate 900 chips
3: so well, I, I was planning that part. we're doing low carbs so we couldn't eat none of the chips
0: so oh, okay you, you were
3: doing us a favor by eating them. <laughs> so it was
0: nice well thank y'all for for being a part of this and uh hey guys you can, you can chase your dreams, whether they're neon dreams, whatever they are. These folks right here, they're doing it. I get to do it with this thing right here.
2: Yeah.
0: Sitting here in front of a little microphone. Happens to be my iPhone today. Yeah. But, uh, hey, we're making it work. So Chase your dreams, folks. Absolutely. You can, you can reach them. You can do them.
2: Thanks y'all, so much, Adam, for yeah, having hey, us. Hey, thank y'all for Thanks, being Adam.
1: a part of it.